Well, folks, uh, welcome to 2018 and episode 42 of Dork Tunes. Um, New Year, new start and all that kind of rubbish. Um, So I thought before we kind of get going, we'd kind of tell you a few bits and pieces. Um, As you probably know, um, but just in case you don't, um, we now have a new co-host. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, I am Will, and I am the uh, person who's been on and off the podcast a little bit, and now you yeah. have officially and very kindly invited me to to be the co-host. Yes. Um, basically, Andy's kind of, he's had a really, really busy job. He does have a really busy job, um, and he's not stepping away. He's not stepping away entirely. He's just taking a break, as they say. Yeah, if he wants um, to do any audio editing, that's fine. <clears throat> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, so that's the kind of big thing. Um, so obviously we haven't been around since the, what, end of December, really? Yeah. We had the last episode that we did was the interview with Chris, Chris Madigan of Cuphead fame, um, which was marvelous. And then we've had our Christmas break and we hope, or a festive break. We hope that you all had a lovely one. Did you have a nice one, Will? It was lovely. I didn't do much at all, and I ate lots of food and put on about half a stone, which I'm now trying to lose. I know, it was amazing. <laughs> I didn't. I hardly got out of my pyjamas and played games all day. Oh, well, I'm in my pyjamas right now, because I thought... Yeah, me too. I'm home, why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, a couple of exciting things, really. Um, the biggest thing for me is, oh my days. I think Will knows what's coming. Um, I'm off on Friday, because I'm going to Nottingham to see... Dear Esther, um, live with oh, Jessica are. Curry. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing. How do they um, do those? How do they do those live things? How, how does it go? Does someone play the game or is it pre-recorded? I, yeah, I've never no, been to one. I someone plays works. the game. Um, it is slightly changed from the actual game that we play because they need to have all the audio cues yeah. um, within it. And um, But they, they play it live on stage. Um, so there's somebody playing it. There's a singer and then there's the uh, orchestra uh, as well. So I think seven piece. And I just looked at the tickets when they arrived through the door this evening. And me and my friend... We have front row seats. Oh, that's going to be good. It's going to be awesome. So I'm really excited about that. Um, <clears throat> then, kind of what else is coming up? Well, that's it for me, kind of in the music stuff. And lots of other stuff bubbling under kind of personally, but that's kind of, you know, by the by for the moment. <laughs> um, yeah, what about you? Um, nothing much happening with me. I've, I've started a new website to try and sell um, podcast jingles. Awesome. Yeah, I figure I've been making my own a little bit, and I thought, oh, why don't I well, sell these to other people? They might want them. Yeah, So exactly. that's what I've been doing for the past week or so. And everybody needs a good jingle. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, I did nearly forget, and I want to say a huge thank you to somebody for something um, since we last recorded. Um, David Houston, he of Thomas Was Alone and um, Volume Fame. He was really kind enough um, to send me a gift before Christmas. Um, and to be honest, I thought it was a CD. Um, kind of Christmas week, it popped through my door and I was like, what's this? It was the vinyl, coloured red vinyl of Thomas Was Alone soundtrack, signed by David. 
Um, so just want to say a huge thank you for that because that was really unexpected and really kind of him. So oh, that's a lovely gift. gift. Yes, it's beautiful. Uh, very much treasured. Um, oh, actually, speaking of vinyl, um, you just reminded me, or I reminded you myself, reminded I don't you. know. <laughs> yeah, um, Christmas. Father Christmas was very kind to me this year and brought me the Horizon Zero Dawn box set, which is all coloured vinyl and it's beautiful and it's just. <sighs> and as you know, um, we at Dortunes thought that Horizon Zero Dawn was our soundtrack of 2017. So it's hugely deserved by Yoris Deman at The Flight and the other folks. Just to say congratulations to them for all the awards they seem to be getting. Everybody, from sound design, audio, to the obviously the game designers. So it's been a wonderful year for HZD. So much so that I even bought the DLC just recently. Ooh. I know I shall be diving into that very soon, but I need to finish Zelda first. Uh, you're never going to finish that. As it, it'll, it's got to go on and on forever. You'll find little bits yeah. everywhere. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm going to finish, in inverted commas, <laughs> yeah. the uh, main story. I'm at the kind of end now. It's just proving a little more difficult than I thought. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I also got the Sonic Mania uh, vinyl on, like, splattered vinyl, if I can remember rightly. You've and had a good lovely. Christmas, haven't you? Yeah, I have, actually. <laughs> yeah, it's been really good for a <laughs> So... Anyway, um, we have a show to do, so I thought we may as well just kick it off, and um, it's with a exclusive, actually. Um, this is a game that came out just at the end of last year, so December 14th to be exact. Uh, it's come out on iOS, and it, I believe it's coming out on um, Android and Switch and you know PC and all the rest. Uh, it's a game called Gorogoa. And Gorogoa is... Have you seen it? Uh, no, I haven't. <clears throat> I haven't seen anything about it, actually. It's a really unusual puzzle game where it's all kind of hand-drawn pictures and you have to um, manipulate them to kind of... It's almost like parallax scrolling. Do you remember? Yep, from the yeah, old it's days. A bit, yeah, it's a bit like that, but in a puzzle game. Oh, well, It's really clever. It's it's getting quite a lot of acclaim at the moment, and um, a previous guest did the music for it, and he was really kind enough to allow us to play a track from the soundtrack, which is what we're going to do now, really. Uh, the artist is Joel Korolitz, who also did The Unfinished Swan, uh, which was one of my favourite games of last gen and this gen, actually, because it came out again, our uh, HD remix on the PS4. Yeah, it's always nice um, when they do that. <clears throat> yeah, it is. I think so. Um, and this one is called Sanctuary. Um, and it's from the game Gorogoa.
Okay, so this one that I'm going to introduce, it's from uh, a game you were talking about the previous game before, and I got a bit confused in one of the mm. episodes we've done before. Uh, but this is Nier <laughs> Automata, which came out uh, late next... Was it last year? Yes. Yeah, it came out last year. And this one, it's a bit of a change from the previous score. Uh, this one, they wanted apparently to make it sound kind of more mechanical and give it a more brutal theme, because it's a bit more of a brutal environment than the original game. Yeah, and, definitely. Yeah, and it's sort of, it's very big and open world, so I've read up on it a little bit, and instead of having like a single sort of looping track, they created uh, like hard and soft tracks, and that sort of all went into each other, depending on the situation. So very nice, and yeah, it just flows nicely. Yeah, I mean, I played the um, demo of this on PS4, and beautiful it is very, very i don't know beautiful. how they managed to get you look at other games and then you look at this and this just seems steps ahead of other ones in terms of the mm. visuals and it and like when you first see it it's so brownie gray yeah but it yet some like somehow that works it does it's that's the whole mechanical thing i think and it's all very you i think at the very beginning you fight this huge machine as like the first sort of boss and it almost kills you all well Yes. It's not really a spoiler, it's the very beginning of the game. It does yeah, kill you. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> or you kill yourself while you're killing it. And yeah, but then uh, the next bit of the game, everything, you get into a sort of an abandoned city and it's lovely and green and lush everywhere. And Definitely. Yeah. But the track that I've picked, um, now I'm going to have to try and say this guy's name. So it's, uh, it's called Amusement Park and it's composed by Kichi Okabe. I think is how you say mm. his name. And it appears when you first enter the amusement park and it's a really, it's a weird situation. So you come to this amusement park and you've been fighting robots for the first bit of the game and you see all these robots kind of standing around you and sort of dancing and carrying balloons. And your first thought, and the music starts playing and it's kind of a happy-ish track and your first thought is, oh, robots, I've got to kill them. So you start attacking them and then you realize they're not really fighting back apart from the ones you might have just hit. And then you mm. kind of, you, you start to feel bad. You're like, well, should I be fighting them? And it's sort of the whole bit about, are the robots sentient? And, you know, do they have feelings or are they just programmed that way? And yeah, I thought it was a really cool scene in the game where you have a choice of, you don't have to kill the bad guys in inverted commas. You, you kind of you yeah. can talk to them if you want. <laughs> it's, that kind of reminds me a bit. Um, I don't know whether I should even speak about this. Um, a certain game that's coming out as a remaster in next week, or is it this week, on PS4, from PS2 and PS3 days. Um, the person who did the soundtrack was Ko Otani. There you go. Um, kind of reminds me about that, really, a little. So, hmm. Yeah. Well, I just thought it, it was a cool bit of the game, and I thought, yeah, I wanted to play this track and share it with everyone. So... This is uh, Amusement Park from Neo Automata.
excitingly for me, um, I thought I'd put this in this week because it's kind of apt, really. Uh, we spoke about it briefly earlier on. Um, this is obviously a track from, this is going to be a track from Dear Esther, from our lovely, lovely friend Jessica Curry. Um, and this is a track called Always. I think Dear Esther is obviously one of those walking sim games. Have you tried it, Well. I think tried it is the best description. I have played the beginning. I walked around a little bit. I got to a sort of an inland river and I think maybe a cave. Uh-huh. And that's about as far as Ooh, I remember. Okay. 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 Yeah. It's not terribly long. I would say maybe an hour, an hour and a half max. Oh, that's probably um, halfway through it then. I, I need to get back on it. Yeah. Um, but it's a, it's a nice experience. And apparently it changes every time you play it with the audio cues and things like that. So it's really quite clever. And then with the one that was released on PS4 last year, you can play it with a director commentary through it. So I would say play it without first and then play it again with um, so you can get best of both worlds. That's such a cool Um, idea. Yeah, it's really clever. And I've seen a few games do it, but this is the last one that I remember seeing. So this is always, and this is a remix. Um, so the, we, we will put a donk on it at some point. Um, <laughs> and this is from Dear Esther by the lovely Jessica Curry.
Okay, so this one has got a very cool name. The track is called Pew Pew Pew. And I feel I like you, you have to say it like that. <laughs> and it just describes the whole game, basically. Uh, it's composed by... Well, let's say the game first. It's um, The game is called Not a Hero. Mm. And it's super fun. Basically, you have to clean up the city and run around and kill all the bad guys. I mean, that's, that's the premise. <laughs> I have to admit, it looks great. Yeah, sort of side... What do you call it? Not side-scrolling, but a side-on side, side -on game. Um, yeah. Yeah, and set in a city. You go around killing all the bad guys, and it's just lots of guns. You get lots of upgrades, and it's it was just the right difficulty for me, I think. So it's made by mm. Roll7, who made um, oh, Ollie Ollie. Yes, yeah, and didn't they do that new one, Tokyo 42? Oh, I think they did. I think you're right there, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but made by them, and so it's just, <clears throat> yeah, insane, great fun. And lots and lots of blood, I think, is the description. I have to admit, this was probably one of the two that you've... Well, actually, one of three that you've chosen for this episode that I'm really impressed with. I love this. I love the sound. Well, really I, kind of, I only chose five, so I think three out of five is pretty good. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, I think I love the kind of retro chiptune sound. Yeah, so it's made. Um, it's made by this guy called Cubby who mm. I haven't come across before, but apparently he's known around the world um, for his chiptune work. Oh, right. And, and this one, it's sort of like, it's a classic chiptune track, but mixed with, it's got a big satisfying drop in the intro, and then it turns mm. into like a hard-hitting, tuneful, electronic track. Um, I think it matches like all the action of the game, with lots of blood and gunshots everywhere. And yeah, but I, I like the panning, I like the mixing and the really hard panning they did right in the intro. It's very cool. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Really, really enjoyable. But yeah, here we go. I'll let you say it again because it's so cool. Right, this is Pew 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 from Not A Hero, composed by Cubby. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> 
So <laughs> I'm still laughing about that. Sorry. <laughs> um, so now what we've got is a game I'm currently playing on PSVR, and it is a game called Bound, which came out back in 2016 and was recently it came on PS Plus for free. Um, so if you don't have it, you can grab it for almost next to nothing if you've got PS Plus and, and it's still going. Um, or just grab it anyway because it's a great game. How to describe Bound? Hmm. It's artistic, artistic, abstract, and absolutely gorgeous to look at. It's honestly mind-blowingly beautiful, especially on VR. Um, when you have, here's a top tip: don't do what I did and play through, through the first couple of levels. On VR, not realizing that you actually have to go into the menu and click PSVR. Oh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, what an idiot. Anyway, that's fixed now. Um, it's basically you play as this girl who's trying to escape from this monster. Um, and it kind of touches on family a lot. Uh, I don't want to kind of ruin the story for you, really, but it's just, it's really, it, it's a nice thing to play. Um, you don't kind of, you do, you have a run function, but it's, you don't really run or you don't really walk. You plie, as in she's a ballet player, she's a ballet person. So she does all the ballet moves. Uh, and if you get stuck in like, um, in some kind of bad place, you can ballet yourself out of it. So it's really quite odd, but it's beautiful. And it's a joy to play. And there's certain parts where you can manipulate the camera as much as you you wish. And but there's certain parts when you, you do, it just takes your breath away. It is so beautiful. And the soundtrack for me is just it's it's lovely. It really is. It suits it. It's electronic. It can be quite gentle. It can be quite you know sad. It can be everything in between. And this one is called The Ocean That I Found. And the artist is a guy called, now help me out here, <laughs> Heinelai? 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 I'm not sure. Um, why can't you all be called Pete Smith? Or something? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> it's wonderful. It is out there on Bandcamp and Spotify and iTunes, etc. All the you know regular places that you might be, I think you might find it. Uh, and I can't recommend it enough. Um, yeah, well, you're just going to have to come up to my house and play it on PSVR. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, yeah, this is The Ocean That I Found from Bound.
So for this one, I wanted to stick with the same kind of vibe as the as the previous, um, my previous track, the Not A Hero one. So I went for the game Hotline Miami. Have you tried that one out? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, again, just another guns blazing, going to a room surrounded by enemies, and you just have to take them all down. Yes. Um... I found it quite, I mean, obviously it's quite brutal. It is, yes. Quite bloody. Uh, the control scheme initially is a bit odd, but it's brilliant. Yeah. And the soundtrack is just stellar. It's one of the best from the last few years, I think. Well, the soundtrack's interesting because it's, isn't it recorded by lots of different artists? They all do yes. about two or three tracks each. Yes. Yeah. I found they're a bit more. I uh, don't know what the right word is. Maybe subdued, but they're not as quite in your face as Not a Hero. They they sort of sit in the background yeah. a little bit more. But there are quite. So, I mean, there are a few bangers, yeah. as I'd call them. You know, <laughs> some of them I would quite happily, you know, dance in a nightclub to. Yeah. Well, they did really add that kind of. Uh, that, they got that '80s vibe throughout the whole game. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. I'd be interested. Yeah, I think I want to study the soundtrack a bit more. Like, actually, look at it as a musician and see. Well, how did they make it sound '80s? Is it because they're mm. using the instruments, or is it because they're because of like the four to the floor beat? Or I'm yeah. not sure. It'd be interesting to have a look at. And yeah, and it's one hard game. It is. Yeah, which is again, I think every single game we're going to talk about, I'm going to go. Well, I played a bit of it. <laughs> But it's one of those ones I played a bit, I I got into it, and then it just, yeah, it got too hard and I had to put it down before before I threw the <laughs> controller down. Never play Bloodborne then? Uh, n Well, I've played a bit, and well, also not having a PlayStation. <laughs> but I've played, um, what's the one, Dark Souls. And oh, yeah, yeah, I've yeah. got Dark Souls 1, I've got Dark Souls 2, I've got Dark Souls 3. I keep on buying them, but I don't no, play them. I know. I got I bought Dark Souls one. I got Land of Dark Souls two and three. Uh, I bought Bloodborne and then the Bloodborne DLC. And I've played the mostly mostly I've played Bloodborne to death. Yeah, pardon the pun. Um, <laughs> but it is it's amazing it, for me. It's the game of the generation. Yeah, that's, no question. Ooh, yeah, that's I know. A pretty big, pretty boots big to fill. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's fantastic. Well, Hotline um, Miami might not be the game of the generation, but it is yeah. a very fun game. Yes. <laughs> All right, so I should introduce the track. So this is, uh, well, the track's called Hotline, and it's by Jasper Byrne. <laughs> Thank you. 
Um, right, in a not very different, but slightly more chilled. I've noticed actually, this is an aside point, um, folks. Most of the tracks that we're playing tonight are quite electronic. They are at the moment. Mm-hmm. At the moment. There's May some stuff change. to come. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> so this time we've got, um, it's an old one. Um, it's from Thomas Was Alone, and again, it's from an old guest of ours, David, David Houston. The track itself is called Freedom. I can't believe TWA came out back in 2012 originally. I mean, it's gone from being on PC to being on absolutely everything that you think you can play, basically. I think I played it on uh, my phone for the first time. That was when I first saw it. I was just going to say, I I believe it's out on iOS and Android and stuff now. Yeah, It works works really well on there because it's such a simple control scheme. It's like you jump a bit and yeah, that's about it. Yeah, and it's lovely. It's such a nice game. I even bought the DLC, so that was nice. Um, what can we say about uh, TWA? Lovely game and wonderful electronically, kind of sparse in a way, isn't it? The soundtrack. Yeah, it matches the visuals, really. I mean, and the name of the game. It's just, there's not much to the visuals. You've got some blocks and a bit of scenery, and you have to move them around. It's, I think, I think it's the minimalist style that kind of adds to it, really. You have to kind of use your imagination. Each of the blocks has got like a, it's got a character to themselves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and you found yourself getting quite, well, I found myself getting quite um, attached to some of them. Yeah. And the humour was lovely, and it's just, it's just a lovely, gentle game. So, yes, this one is Freedom from Thomas Was Alone.
All right, this one is one that I've played recently. It came out really, really recently, um, sort of brand new, really. It's the game uh, Spellforce 3, and it's a PC game. And it's mostly, it's a top-down RPG, kind of like the old school games. But the the visually, it's stunning. Like, it's so, so, so nice. And mm. it's a surprise that, I mean, my computer's quite powerful. But the speed that it runs and how smoothly it runs, I was really impressed with that. It's again like a near automata, just something that looks amazing. It looks like it should just bring the whole PC to a stop, but no, it runs fine. So they've done a really good job there. Um, what can I say about the game? So yeah, top-down RPGs. Yes. It includes real-time strategy, like aspects mm-hmm. into it. That's one of the interesting bits. And I'm not a real uh, RTS fan, but no. I think they've done it quite well in this. So you sort of you're doing your RPG stuff, you're upgrading your character, you get to, like, I got to a town, and I had to go talk to someone in the town to start off a quest, but the quest then became, I had to take over the town's militia, and I had to set up lots of watchtowers in case the elves from another town were coming to attack, and you have to then do a real-time strategy thing. And yeah. It, it kind of blends really smoothly. So yeah, that's very mm. cool. Yeah, it's one of those ones that totally isn't my bag. It's not normally my bag either. Um, mm. I hate sitting down at the PC to play games. I, and I chose a PC to play games huh? on. But I, I don't <laughs> like using a mouse and keyboard most of the time because I grew up using controllers for years and this years. This is why years. you need a PlayStation 4. Why? Why would I? No, you've got one. I'll just listen to you tell me how good the games are. And that'll be enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So I've chosen what feels like, for me, it feels like the main theme from the game. Um, so it's a total contrast to the previous two tracks. And this one is a big orchestral piece. Uh, it's composed by Bastion. I'll try and get a surname right. Bastion. I'm going to say Keyslinger, which sounds funny. So maybe it's Keyslinger. <laughs> I'm not sure. K- K-I-E Slinger. Keyslinger. I'd Keyslinger. go with Keyslinger. Yeah. yeah. It's a cool name. So composed yeah. by Bastion Keyslinger. Um, yeah, big orchestral piece. And I think it really reflects like the openness and epicness of the game like each area has its own distinct sound and the thing i noticed about this this game and um, with the soundtrack it relies on melody a lot more than other games i've played like other games you have the track going along and it kind of drifts in and out and you get into a battle and something else happens but this one's got a lot of melody you go to a new area and you're like oh yeah it's this area because that tune's come in okay mm. yeah a bit a bit Zeldery almost. It's that kind of thing. I quite like that because it's almost like Skyrim. Yeah, you where know where you you could close your eyes and you know where you are. Yeah, and you get that occasion. You get that little wisp of the kind of what I call the main theme, and it's just oh, it's it's lovely. Yeah. So I hope people enjoy this. Um, so the track is Grey Keep, and it's from Spellforce Three.
and a complete 360 turn um, from the nice and the kind of, you know... A 360 turn would get you back to where you were. Yeah. Well, okay. Ooh. <laughs> it's only because I was watching The Last Action Hero <laughs> the other night and he was like, it's a 180 because you're saying a 360. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you get what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> okay, in a 180 turn, <laughs> um, in a completely different direction, the next one we're going to play is something that I played... I got for Christmas, so thank you very much. You know who you are. Um, this game, and I played it and finished it, to be fair, in probably about a week. Maybe a few. It didn't actually take all that long, but it's really good fun. It's a game um, which I love the original. This is uh, the, the second. This is from The Evil Within 2. And it was scored by a gentleman called Masatoshi Yanagi. Um, and I don't know about you, Will, um, but whenever I see or hear or have someone who mentions the Evil Within 2 or I hear a particular track on television, it always reminds me of this. Um, and it is Claire de Lune. The track that we're not, we're playing tonight isn't Claire de Lune, um, because I think everyone's heard that like a million and one times, but for some reason, well, I mean, with good reason. If you've played either of one or two of the Evil Within, I haven't. You'll know I was going to ask. I was going to say, why does that? Why does it remind you of that? I haven't played either. Um, or would I, that have, be a spoiler? It's a, it's a tiny little one, but it's a, it's a, it's a kind of oh right, okay, kind of one, you know. Okay. So I will leave you to it because I think <laughs> I mean you can get it on Steam and, and Gog and all the rest and wherever else you get them. Those um, pesky PC players. Yes. <laughs> um, but honestly, they are really, really good. I think the Evil Within 1 suffers slightly from disjointed kind of storytelling, but it's really good and it's really scary. Evil Within 2, I actually found it not half as scary. Is it more action-packed or...? Yeah, it's a bit more action and I was like, oh, and it's kind of very much more story driven. I enjoyed that, but I didn't find it half as scary as, as number one, because there is a certain level in Evil Within One that ice, it still terrifies me even to think about. And playing through it, it took me ages to get past it because it was so terrifying. So there you go. Anyway. <laughs> I would definitely recommend um, either or both of the games. So this is, the track we're playing is an end to all of this. Um, obviously the game was released late last year. Uh, it was actually released on end of October. So for Halloween. Ah, oh, perfect kind of, timing. Yeah, Halloween bonfire night. Uh, yeah, it was for Halloween it was released. And I remember that. Anyway, this is an end to all of this.
All right, so this one that I've chosen, it's a game that isn't out yet, but it's the only game I've ever, the only thing I suppose I've ever backed on Kickstarter. Ooh. Yeah, I, I saw I did that, that with... Oh, yep, yeah, sorry. You, sorry, I did that with um, Ukulele. Oh, yeah. Hmm. I didn't realise that good. was on Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, I think it cost me £15. Oh, it's perfect. Yeah, and it was so worth it. Yeah. I played I played it at um, EGX, I think. Yes. So, again, it's, it's on my list of things to get, but I got, I think, four or five games for Christmas off my Steam wishlist. That wasn't one of them. But I feel like four or five games is enough for me to get through until I then move on with the others. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but this one, yeah, so it's called Kingdom Come Deliverance. Uh, mm. Still in beta. And it's a medieval, an actual medieval game. They didn't want to make it like a sort of Skyrim fantasy game. They wanted to make it realistic, set in an actual time in history. Mm. and set in an actual place and sort of make everything historically accurate and i really like that idea yeah i mean it's unusual i think yeah but they what have they done so they're like they've made the the combat is really difficult it's not like a game where you go around you swing your sword a bit you're done you go around someone dies yeah but you're the one who's going to die if you go around swinging your sword because a few swings and you get worn out but you've also got to think about the stance that you're in so you can have the sword above you or to the side and you've got to think about the stance that the the person you're attacking is in and you've got to so, try and be at the opposite a bit like absolver absolver yes that was the one that austin wintry scored that came out last year on ps4 all oh, right again it, it it does exactly the same thing it's you know you can stand different stances for different people and different you know, attacks and all this kind of stuff yeah very clever yeah and so yeah I, I got this and so if you got the kickstarter then you can have the beta um to play now and yeah it's great so i chose the main theme from this as it's composed by adam sporker and i couldn't really find any other official tracks and so some of the tracks that are on youtube and stuff might not make it into the game so i just wanted to go for the the main theme that they've been given out with the trailers and, I, and everything. I have to admit, this was com this completely passed me by until today, and I was blown away by the music. It's really beautiful, and it kind of reminded me a bit of EGTTR. Yeah. yeah, it's got that slight medieval feel to it, but everything is really sort of calm and relaxed. Mm. But it's it's quite bright and cheerful. Um, I'm sure that'll change when you get into a fight or something, or someone like hacks you to death. But for the main theme, this is really nice. So this is the main theme from Kingdom Come Deliverance, which is in beta, and it's composed by Adam Sporker.
Well, unfortunately, we've come to the end of the show. Oh. I know. <laughs> um, good news. We'll be back in two weeks. Um, and we have a very exciting guest lined up, which I shall leave until then. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, a very exciting guest. So there we go. And obviously I will be explaining, telling you all about Friday. Um, and anything else that's happened in between. So yes, if you would like a request, and we do love getting requests, by the way, um, we'd quite like to do a request show coming up in the next few um, months. So get them into us at Evil Noob on the Twitter, and Will. It's at Will Helliwell One because Will Helliwell was gone. Oh. Or they could tweet at Dortunes as well. Yes, absolutely. Do you know I almost forgot that? <laughs> the official Twitter account. <laughs> Can you tell it's midweek? Anyway, um, we just want to thank you again, and we will see you in a couple of weeks. And thank you, Will, for your first official show. Thank you very much. Bye!